All right, y'all, you know the drill. Another Tuesday, another episode of Fun on Weekdays podcast. If you're new here, my name is Jenna. I'm your host. And if this is the first episode you're listening to, you are in for a ride because I'm basically just going to overshare a shit ton about my life that you probably did not ask for. But before we get into today's episode, everybody unclench your jaw right now. I realized today when I was talking to Nancy about uh, Botox in your jaw that I have been clenching my jaw so much and it adds so much extra strain. So let's all just take a second, unclench, relax, and just, you know, unwind for the next 40 minutes. I'm going to be talking your ear off, maybe making you laugh, hopefully. So today's episode, um, I didn't really have a plan for it. The overarching theme of it, however, is that I felt this overwhelming feeling of just constantly never doing enough and I know a lot of people feel like this in so many areas of your life whether it's like you're not going on enough dates or you're not talking to your friends as much as you should or you're not succeeding in your career as much as you should or there's just constantly something that you can be doing more of and lately I have felt like that and it's gotten to a point where I've been moving so quickly that I've like missed really important things in my life. For example, I came to this realization that I've been moving too fast because I forgot it was my sister's birthday. Like what? I have never forgotten my sister's or my family's birthday. And I realized like at the end of the day, I was going through my Instagram stories, you know, just debriefing. It was, it's been a really, really busy couple weeks for me. And I saw my sister's boyfriend's post and it said HBD, Aaron. And I'm like, what and I look at my calendar and it was May 29th and I was like holy shit oh my god and I had this like horrible horrible gut feeling I'm like oh my god I just forgot it's my sister's birthday she's probably so upset with me I called her and sure enough she was upset with me um she was at bottle service in Cleveland she's like crying to me about how she doesn't want to be 27 but she was really really upset that she thought that I forgot and Honestly, for me, that was a reminder and like a big slap in the face that it doesn't matter how much I feel like I need to be doing. There are certain things in my life that come before everything else. And one of those things being prioritizing my family, my relationships and myself. And for the past couple of weeks, I just don't think I've been doing the best job of it. So I wanted to give y'all a little update of what I've been up to. First thing being, all right, oh my gosh, let's back it up. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, I went to Cabo. It was my first brand trip ever. I've done like an overnight trip with a brand before, but I've never done like a whole week. So Classy Network sent me and about like, I think maybe 10 to 12 other content creators to Cabo. And this was like a legit trip. This was four nights, five days. I had no idea what to expect. And it wasn't paid. We were, I mean, we were paid in the experience because we all got to go for free. We got to bring a plus one, but we weren't paid to post anything. And like, I just genuinely loved the product. So I was happy to post about it. And it was, it was a great time. Um, So I went to Cabo. Let's see. The place that we went to, it was called LeBlanc. It was probably the most bougie place I have ever been and I probably will ever be. (laughs) It was one of those feelings of just incredible imposter syndrome. But after talking to all of the other girls that were invited, it was crazy that we all felt the same way. Like, holy crap, why were we invited here? Like, how did we get to this point? How do we deserve this? 
And I think it was a really like humbling week to just be proud of myself and like relax a little bit because I don't give myself as much time to relax as I know that I should. (laughs) So it was a great week. Um, Let's see, what are some takeaways? I did karaoke two times. Um, My go-to song is Our Song by Taylor Swift. And then the second song I did was with Erica Priscilla. You guys, if you don't follow her, she's literally like my favorite person that I've followed on TikTok for years. And meeting her in person, I was like, yep, you are exactly the same person. You are everything I hoped you would be and more. We had a great time. Her and I did a little duet of Breaking Free, of course, a crowd pleaser. And um, we did like brunches. We had a boat day. Um, I was expecting the boat to be like we would go snorkeling and it was going to be kind of more of an activity. This this was not that it was like this nice nice sailboat with dinner we had uh what do they call that like when it's seafood and land food do you know um surf 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 and turf surf and turf we had like lobster or shrimp to be honest with you I didn't ask what it was because if I knew I wouldn't want to eat it that's just the way I am with seafood like no questions the better and then um some steak And I definitely forgave my gluten and dairy-free intolerance that week. Um, But it's okay. I felt pretty good. And I talked about in some of my previous episodes about like not being a size 2 anymore and not feeling necessarily comfortable in my bathing suits. And so I went and I did a big bathing suit haul, I guess, before this trip. And I have to say it made a world's difference like a huge huge difference because the bathing suits that I brought on this trip were all ones that I knew if I put it on I was gonna feel good versus putting on bathing suits that I'm like oh this looks tight on me today or this is kind of like budging pulging what is the word pudging my skin in a way that I don't feel comfortable in and I felt great I mean there was not a day that I went to the pool that I was like oh I don't like how I feel so If you are in the same boat, listen to that episode. It's called I'm Not a Size 2 Anymore. And yeah, I finally put it into action in Cabo. And I felt felt really good for the first time being at a pool slash beach around a bunch of other beautiful people around my boyfriend and just actually feeling like really confident in myself. And I do have to say that I did try to... (laughs) I did try to wax my bikini at home before going on the trip so that I would be a hairless little baby. Um, I did not succeed necessarily, but I did pull out a few hairs and then I started tweezing my bikini line and then I I realized, okay, this is like really horribly painful, but I do have to say like it is kind of a good solution if you don't want to go with the full Brazilian wax because I actually had no razor burn on my bikini line all week and I think that had a lot to do with my confidence in the bathing suits. So, you know, if you got a trip coming up, maybe try to tweeze or uh, wax at home or don't. Just let it all fly. Just be comfortable. Okay, I'm just going on a tangent now. So anyways, that was the trip to Cabo. Um, We had a spa day and I've never had a massage. Like other than asking my mom to scratch my arms or like sitting on my aunt's lap and being like, "Mm, you want to massage my back? (laughs) I've never had a legit massage. So you strip down naked I didn't know that and you get down under this little like um sheet and it was a couple's massage so Connor's on the bed next to me and they put like a bowl of just senses under your nose almost too much that I was gonna like cough because it was so strong 
And then they just start lathering you up. And I know that during massages, you're supposed to be like super calm and relaxed and just, you know, carefree. I have to say my mind was running a million miles a minute. I was thinking about the most random things like dreams that I've had two weeks ago, random, random things. And I couldn't even really like enjoy the massage because my mind was just like, is she touching my butt right now? But then also thinking about like a recipe that I saw on TikTok a couple weeks ago. Just, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a good spa experience, but it was definitely different. So that was that. And then there was a night that we had like um, a closeout dinner on the last night. We had a DJ there. Um, we took a lot of shots. I t- drank a lot of tequila. I have to say, they do something to the alcohol in Cabo. Like, it is not full proof if that makes sense like it's got to be watered down because there's no way in the world that I took like 12 shots of tequila and didn't throw up and I really wasn't like that drunk so it was a long night for sure um definitely took some inspiration from the girls on the dance floor I have to say one thing that I learned about myself on this trip is that I am incredibly uncomfortable when they put on music and like people want me to dance I don't know what it is, but I just get so, so uncomfortable and I'm just like so out of my element and it's really, it's cool, but it's also kind of intimidating to see other girls who are completely in their element. Like Monet, I don't know if any of y'all follow her on TikTok, you should because her videos are insane. Like her editing skills, I have no idea how she does it, but she's just like absolutely killing it on the dance floor. Same with Zoe. And I'm like, okay, I wish I had that energy So (laughs) because I wish that I was better at doing things that like put me out of my comfort zone, I thought what a better idea than for my um, event in Austin for the month to do like a dance workout class. Because I know for a lot of people like dancing is one thing that you get really uncomfortable about and it's usually always in like a social setting at a wedding or a bar or I don't know, just uncomfortable. So when I got back from Cabo, um, I did a fitness event I'm trying to think of the dates right now I mean the dates don't really matter but this was on Friday yes okay I got back from Cabo on Wednesday and then like late at night I had all day Thursday to kind of debrief you know sleep get caught up on some work stuff and then Friday in the morning woke up went downtown the event was at Skybox which is right above like Bull and Bull and 1010 in on West 6. If you're coming to Austin to visit, I'm going to be doing an episode really, really soon. I'm working on it about all of my recommendations, whether that's like restaurants, bars, activities, um, date ideas, apartments, just a ton of Austin recs. So don't worry. I know y'all really, really want it. But in terms of venues, um, Skybox pulled through. It was a really great place to do it. And essentially, I had 170 girls come out on Friday morning And we did like a 45-minute dance cardio class. It was led by True Fusion, this guy Demetrius. I take a lot of his cycle classes. Um, If you don't go to True Fusion, you are freaking missing out because it's honestly like always my favorite part of my day. And it's one of those places that I started going to when I first moved to Austin. And it's just been like a constant for me. I mean, I've I've tried a lot of different places, but True Fusion is the one place that I consistently go to because I've never found a place that I love more. So we're doing the dance. It was 45 minutes. I'm sweating my literal ass off. 
as if I even had one. Meanwhile, he's telling us to shake our butt and I'm like, okay, I'm shaking my legs. Is that good enough? Because I don't know how to shake my butt. But I really do think that it put me out of my comfort zone a little bit, which is exactly what I always say on this podcast is like, well, if you're not uncomfortable, then like you're probably not growing. And growing is integral to continue to like form into the person that you're meant to be. And so looking around and just like looking at pictures and videos from the event, it's so heartwarming to see the amount of smiles on everyone's face. Like people might have felt uncomfortable or awkward. They might have came alone. They might have felt like shy. But when I look at those pictures, I don't see that. I see complete happiness. I see people like just owning that feeling and being present and enjoying it. And like, I think that's incredible. That's the whole point of Fun on Weekdays, right? And when I think about that event and then also my first event, which was like a sunset soiree, I just think about the fact that it's so crazy when I started this podcast. It was about me having fun on weekdays with my job. And now my job is to help you guys have fun on weekdays, to facilitate those events, to bring y'all together. And I mean, I could not be more happy with how my fitness event went. So that was on Friday morning. Right after that, my friend Sarah Elizabeth came and visited me for the whole weekend for Memorial Day weekend. And she stayed with me in my apartment. Um, And so I live with Connor. I've never like publicly said that. I don't know why. Like it's not a secret or anything, but we're definitely a little bit different in what we share. (laughs) So we live together. We also have a dog. And then also having Sarah stay with us. I think it finally hit us last weekend that we're like, holy crap, we got to get out of this apartment because there's just not enough space. Um, And so... I started fooling around on Zillow and Realtor.com and Facebook Marketplace and I started entertaining the idea of a house and it started as a rental because so okay let's like backtrack I signed my apartment rental that I'm currently in right now in July of last year I moved in in September because it was a new construction build like you had to sign it early. So when I signed the lease on where I'm currently living, I was single. I had just started the podcast. I was still working at TikTok um, and I was still going out a lot. And I just had a very different lifestyle than what I have currently. So I signed a one bedroom apartment. It's just over 800 square feet um, and it is like $3,300 a month. And I, I made a TikTok about this and everyone's like, holy crap, that's so expensive. For anybody who is curious about Austin and moving here, I just want to give you a little insight that rent downtown to live downtown specifically is pretty expensive. Um, and that was one thing I've, I've saved my money really, really well to be able to afford the apartment. And it really was my dream apartment. But over the past couple of months, like the immense growth that I've had, not only like with Fun on Weekdays, but personally as well, just kind of like where I'm at in my lifestyle and what I want for my future, the apartment just doesn't really align with what I want anymore. And so my lease is technically up in November, but right now my apartment is one of those places that like, yes, it's very pretty and it's cute but every time I walk in it doesn't feel like my home it doesn't feel like my space it's not inviting it's always so cluttered because there's not enough storage to keep everything and so there's always boxes everywhere 
the trash is always overflowing because like I can't keep up with how much food Connor eats. <laughs> just kidding. He'll kill me for that. Um, but really the, the space just like doesn't suit me anymore. And so I feel like lately as I've been so busy and I want this place to come home to and feel secure and like comfortable and relaxed, it's actually almost the opposite. So I've been, like I said, looking at houses and I made a couple videos about looking at houses. I honestly didn't want to share too much about it just because I don't know. I don't want somebody to figure out where I end up living and I don't know. Like I share a lot online, but sometimes, especially after a whole decorating series, like I know I was going to piss some people off when I said I'm looking for a house because everyone's like, you didn't even finish decorating. I get that. So I was looking at rentals um, and what I found is absolutely nothing. <laughs> There's really not a lot of houses for rent in Austin right now. And as much as I would love to buy a house, renting would just be more ideal for me. However, after going on some tours, I started seeing... Some places that were like nice, they fell under what I was looking for and the location and the style and stuff. But it was like $12,000 a month in rent. And I'm like, what in the freaking world? This makes no sense. There is no universe where I should be paying $12,000 a month in rent when I could be spending that on a mortgage. And so that's when my mind kind of shifted towards, eh, I don't really want to buy a house right now because I feel like everyone keeps telling me that it's not a good time. Not that I really know anything, but I started fancying the idea of buying a house. So just messing around, I went to some open houses. Um, definitely a fun thing to do, you guys. It's always fun to fantasize your your future in a house that you can't afford. Like, <laughs> what kind of motivation is that? It's really good motivation because I got in the car and I'm like, holy shit, I could be doing so much more because I want to live here. Totally not necessary at all. I understand that, but... So after going to these open houses, honestly, I realized that like what I want, which if anyone's curious, let me just tell you my wish list. I'm looking for a three bedroom, three bath or three and a half bath house. It could be four bedrooms. You know, I might pop out a kid here soon. Just kidding. Sorry, mom and dad. I know they would be really excited about that, but I'm not looking for grandkids right now. Um, I just need some like extra space for a closet and it would be nice to have like a guest room and then just, I don't really know what I need the space for, to be honest with you. I just like the idea of a three bedroom. <laughs> and especially if I'm going to be living with Connor, like we just need more space. And what I really want is a little room for Quincy. Like a lot of this, the houses in Texas, what I've noticed is they have these really cool um, closets under the stairs. And I actually had a closet under the stairs in my house that I grew up in. It was in my basement. Which is another thing I realized. Texas houses have no basements. It's so bizarre to me. Like you open the front door and you don't go up a step, down a step. You are simply on the level of the house. Which is really, really weird to me because in the Midwest, in, in Ohio, we would go into the garage and you would have to go up like three steps to get into the house. And it was always built on a foundation and then you always have a basement. And thinking about the fact that I don't have a basement, I'm now wondering where my future kids are going to make a mess and have secret parties when I'm out of town. Like, are they just going to throw parties in my living room kitchen? Uh, maybe, I guess. So I'm looking for an open kitchen. It's got to be really big because if Connor's going to be cooking beef every night at 2 a.m., it's got to be far enough away from the master bedroom that I can't smell or hear it. 
<laughs> and just a big living room. Right now, my living room is super smushed. Um, I would love to have just a giant cloud sectional. Oh, that's the dream, right? Like I can picture myself falling asleep on the couch. I can't do that right now. I mean, technically I could, but like half of my limbs would be falling off the couch because my couch is very small. And also I realized that I really like the black window panes against like the white, stark white walls and just bright and airy and kind of modern, but like not too modern. Do you know what I mean? Also living in Texas, I feel like you, you don't need to have a pool. I'm just being very, very privileged when I say that I want a pool. Um, it's just ideal. And if it's going to be a house that I'm going to eventually grow a family in, raise a family, I keep saying grow or build, like such a weird verb to say for a family. But if I'm going to have this house for long term, I want it to have absolutely everything on my checklist for me to justify paying over a million dollars for it. Because another thing too is location, style, size, and all like the amenities, everything that I want, I simply cannot find that in a house for less than like $1.5 million. And I want to live close to downtown since all of my events are here, my office is here, and it's just kind of a hard pill to swallow because you're like, all right, I'm ready for this next stage of my life, but it doesn't seem like the market is ready for me or it doesn't seem like I'm ready for the market. So what do I do in the interim? Do I just hate the living environment that I'm in right now? Do I find an interim kind of like solution? Do I get a short-term rental that I also don't like that I'm eventually gonna move out of in like nine months and then spend a ton of money on movers? Right now, I'm trying to juggle all of my options. Um, I'm not necessarily in like any rush to move out. I am gonna be out of town for the next three weeks. So I have some time to, you know, kind of ponder. But I have to say that I am very, very, very grateful that I have the opportunity to ponder and I have the opportunity to kind of think about what I want my future to be. I know a lot of people, like you may be stuck in a situation right now that you feel like you can't get out of. I hope that listening to this, you know that like eventually you will get there and you are doing enough right now. You are never, you don't need to be in this constant mindset that I've been in of I, I could be doing this or I could be doing more appreciate what you are doing because I've done a lot in the past month that this time last year I would not have been doing. So, you know, remind yourself to be grateful of who you are, what you are, and what you've accomplished so far. And gosh, let me see what time am I at because I've just been spewing random words to you. Y'all, I'm sweating my butt off. It is over 100 degrees in Austin, Texas right now. It's just the start of the summer. We are finally into June, but most importantly, it is Pride Month. Fun on Weekdays is a podcast that welcomes and appreciates and accepts and loves every single person that listens to it, regardless of your background or sexuality. So I'm very proud to be sponsored by Macy's as they celebrate love, individuality, and inclusion this Pride Month. As Trevor Project's national pride partner for the past four years, Macy's has raised over $3.4 million for LGBTQ youth crisis. You can help Macy's continue their impact by rounding up in-store or donating online to help aid support for suicide prevention services for LGBTQ youth. You can also shop LGBTQ-owned businesses on macy's.com forward slash purpose. Happy Pride Month, you guys, and happy summer. 
wow. I thought I had been talking for a lot longer. Apparently, it's only been 23 minutes. What other updates can I give you? Hmm. Okay. So, oh, here's another one. So, all of this house hunting has been going on from the time that Sarah Elizabeth was here until like this current time, which is only a week. But in the meantime, Sarah left. She went back to Florida and she's getting married this fall and going to her bachelorette party in July. Super excited. Um, And in the midst of all of this, I wanted to address Uvalde, um, especially as somebody that lives in Texas and has a personal tie to the situation. I just want to say that I am so incredibly heartbroken for the entire community, for any families or friends that are involved. And I made a video about this before because people were commenting me, commenting and messaging me and they're like, I can't believe you haven't spoken out about this yet. Like that is so tone deaf. You live in Texas. You should be speaking on this. And I just want to remind you that like everybody in this world is processing things and it is not my job to be like your news outlet. And for me, what I find value in is if it takes me a couple days to form articulate sentences and thoughts and really think about how I can help a situation, I would much rather do that than to just pick up my phone and make a video just to make a video because that's what's expected. And I feel like it's not fair for people to expect that out of people with a following just because people follow them. Like we're all human and we could all be doing things to like actually help versus just sharing things on social media or like saying what happened. And so I personally thought, all right, how can I use my community and make a difference in this situation and give back, but also bring people together? So I came up with this idea as I was cleaning out my closet, like I said, because I'm not a size two anymore, that I have all these clothes. And a lot of people are always like, you should sell them on Poshmark or Depop or like send them to me. And I was like, you know what? I should actually sell my clothes and then I should use the profits and then I can donate that to Uvalde. So I had that idea while Sarah was in town and it was pretty difficult to kind of like coordinate that when she was here. So when she left, I connected with my friend Hallie who works at Blue Norther. It's a seltzer company based in Austin and they have this really cool like warehouse a little south of downtown. And Hallie also does events. She's going to be coming on my podcast soon. I talk about Hallie all the time. Like truly, I could not hype her up more. And I think especially putting this event together, our our friendship has just deepened to a different level. But so um, basically, I posted that I was going to be doing this like pop-up sale of my closet, of my shoes, clothes, PR, stuff like that. And then we were accepting donations from other people as well. And so for an entire day, we just sat at Blue Norther and we accepted donations. People dropped off clothes and stuff. And then we organized all of it. So this all happened on, was it Monday? Yeah. This was Monday of last week that we did all the donations and organized and stuff. And then Tuesday was the event. So... It was crazy. I mean, it was literally a 24-hour turnaround. We had some of Hallie's friends come in and DJ. Um, We had a vintage store come and let us borrow a bunch of clothing racks and hangers, which was super helpful. And then Hallie and I spent all of Tuesday setting up Blue Norther, making it look like a little pop-up shop. And then at 5.30, we opened the doors. And I have to say, I am so impressed by the amount of people that came out to the event because it was so last minute and it wasn't technically like one of my actual fun on weekdays events it was just 
kind of like a little spur of the moment thing. And people were lined up all the way down the street to come in. It was it was insane. So we opened the door, people start coming in and then we just did everything through Venmo and PayPal. We had some drinks set up and I mean, it was it was a good time. Like people got together, um, people probably talked to each other in line while they were waiting to come in. And then I also got to meet everyone like face to face, which is the coolest thing. I say this all the time, but there's a lot of people that have an online community and they have followers and stuff and that's great. But like, I always think to myself, what can I do to bring people together and like actually meet the people that support me and make this possible. So that event was a really good opportunity to do so because everyone was checking out with me. They're Venmoing me, whatever. And at the very end of the night, we raised $5,373. And all of that is being donated to Uvalde. A lot of people have asked me where specifically, and it is the Rob Memorial School Fund. Just so you know that the money is going directly to Uvalde. It's not being taken away by any profits or anything like that. And I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who either you you may have shared it online or you came maybe you don't live in Austin you just sent me a really encouraging message it all means so much um but at the end of the day this was for the Texas community and also wanted to send my condolences to anyone who may have been like triggered by this experience and yeah that's that's what I have to say on it I mean I have my political beliefs about what we should be doing with guns but you guys don't listen to my podcast for you to hear those And so you listen to me to uplift you and bring you some positivity and motivation, make you laugh. And so I hope that I did that in this episode, but I didn't feel like it was right to record this without, you know, addressing it at least. Okay, so I've spent majority of the podcast talking about what has happened for the past couple of weeks. So now we're going to flip the script. I'm going to talk to you about what is coming up because I have a lot of events coming up that I'm really, really excited about. And you should be too, because if you don't live in Austin, then I might see you in these other places. So the first thing that I have going on is this week, actually in like two days, I'm leaving for Nashville. I've never been to Nashville, which I know is probably a shocker to a lot of people because Austin Nashville vibe is kind of similar. So I'm excited. Um, I'm going to Nashville for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I'm leaving at night. And it honestly all started because my friend Courtney Shields owns Dibs Beauty. If you if you guys have seen me use her um, bronzer and blush sticks on TikTok, that is her company. So she is doing an event in Nashville. We went on a hot girl walk like a couple weeks ago, about a month ago, and she told me about it. I was like, oh my God, I would love to come. Just support you. Never been to Nashville. It started as that. And then this trip has now tacked on a fun on weekdays event, a CMA fest event, and then the Dibs Beauty thing. So Thursday, I'm coming to Nashville and the event is June 9th. So you have two days after this episode comes out to still get a ticket. It is from 6 to 9 p.m. It's going to be at Nashville Palace. And again, with the dancing, you know how I'm out of my comfort zone. We're going to do it again because we're in Nashville and you cannot not line dance. So I'm having Ranch Hands perform. If you've never heard of them, um, I am mutual friends with Lexi Burke on TikTok. I've been following her forever from when she started doing the tipping Venmo videos. And now she owns Ranch Hands, which is essentially like Magic Mike dancers, but cowboy themed. Like, okay, okay, sign me up. Sign me up. I don't want any, I don't want any like shirtless men on top of me or anything like that. 
well I do but just not them (laughs) and um yeah they're gonna be doing a little dance for us it's like a 45 minute performance and then after that they're gonna be teaching line dances we have food and drinks and of course obviously like always photographers there to capture the moment so I can look back on this one day and be like holy shit I really did that so that is this Thursday and I know there's a ton of people in Nashville for CMA Fest so be very cautious of your surroundings be safe and if you don't If you aren't able to come to my event on Thursday, then maybe I'll run into you while I'm there for the rest of the weekend. So I'm really excited to meet my Tennessee gals. And then what else do we have going on? Let's see. After that, so next weekend, the following, on June 18th, I am going to my friend Mary's wedding. She was my roommate my junior year of college. Um... I don't know if you all remember this. I talked about it like so long ago, maybe in my first couple episodes, but I lived in a big house in college for my junior and senior year. It was technically an annex. It was called Fever. We were all alpha fees. And Mary is my first friend that's getting married. So a lot of my girlfriends from college are going to be there and I'm flying into Pittsburgh on Friday. I'm not going to be doing an event in Pittsburgh just because the turnaround is so quick and I won't have time. But I'm really excited for the wedding. Looking forward to it. Still don't know what I'm going to wear yet, which is very typical of me. And then the next day, I'm going to Cleveland. And I'm going to be at home for an entire week, which I am really excited about. I haven't been in Ohio during the summer since when I graduated college. So my family just put our boat in the water. We're going to spend some days on the lake. I'm going to be able to hang out with my grandparents and my aunt and uncle and meet my new baby cousin. And I'm also doing an event in Cleveland. So it is on June 23rd at Forward Day and Night Club. Last time I was there, I don't remember it too vividly because it was a two friends concert. And I have to say I was pretty drunk. So it'll be really nice to see Forward in a new light. It'll be all pink and orange decked out. You know the drill. I feel like there's not a lot of events like this in Cleveland so I'm really excited to bring it to my hometown maybe see some people that I grew up with and maybe lost touch with over the years and yeah I just have like so many cool things coming up and working with Macy's and like renewing that and I'm sitting here like thinking about what I have coming up and it's really surreal when you take a second to realize like I am actually doing it like I said I was gonna do the damn thing and I am and I'm proud of myself So you guys should be proud of yourselves too and everything that you've accomplished and be happy with what you've accomplished and be present. Okay, I don't know where I was going with that. I'm just going to stop the TED Talk because my camera's also flashing. It's about to die. I hope you all enjoyed this little life update and got to know me a little bit more if you didn't know anything about me before. But yeah, that's it. I'll see you guys next Tuesday or I'll see you Thursday at the event or I'll see you in a couple weeks in Cleveland. All right, guys. Bye. (laughs) What a weird outro. Okay, see you next Tuesday.